This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to my Warning Radio program. I have two guests today, uh, Matt Shea, which I'll be reading his biography in a moment, and Eric Heard from Hawaii, Sons of Issachar. Uh, welcome, Matt. Thanks once again for having me on, Dr. Hansen. Oh, you bet. And Eric, welcome. Thanks again, Dr. Hansen, for having me. Now, Matt is a distinguished military graduate of Gonzaga University, ROTC, with a Bachelor of Arts in History and Political Science. He served four and a half years in the third Armored Cavalry Regiment as a Cavalry Platoon leader, including an eight-month tour in Bosnia and four and a half years in the 161st Infantry, Washington Army National Regard as an infantry commander, including an 11-month tour in Iraq. He graduated from Gonzaga University, is currently practicing in Spokane, Washington. He's also an allied attorney with the Alliance Defending Freedom and an affiliated attorney with the Pacific Justice Institute. He is a retired 12-year state representative and former House Republican Caucus Chair. He is currently the senior pastor at On Fire Ministries and Kingdom Christian Academy. He resides with his wife in Spokane Valley, Washington. Now, Matt, I know your wife, uh, she came from a country uh, of communism. Is that correct? She did. She uh, came from Ukraine under the former Soviet Union. She was persecuted as a Christian along with uh, her family. Uh, my sister-in-law, her sister, uh, was broken out of a prison camp twice, once while pregnant over a 14-foot chain-link fence. My father-in-law was in prison. Uh, my father-in-law's best friend, Leonid Svetlov, was in the gulag with Alexander Solzhenitsyn, who some of your listeners may know. And uh, he was actually written about in Solzhenitsyn's famous work, One Day in the Life of Ivan Denisovich, about the horrors of those prison camps in the gulag archipelago. Wow. Well, then your, your background certainly... Uh, is well aware of what it looks like, because I'm reading right now, headline news, we have a communist takeover. Thousands of New York City firemen and police officers defy vaccine mandates in largest protests yet, October 26, 2021. Matt, this looks like a communist takeover. Am I correct? 
it, we are in the midst of an attempted communist revolution. Uh, we come against that in Jesus' name, and, and every every American who loves Jesus Christ, who loves this country, should be standing up right now and saying enough, no more, uh, and tossing out the people who are allowing this to happen, and, and more importantly, the people who are trying to foment this, uh, primarily uh, under the guise of the Socialist Party in America, known also as the Democrat Party. Well, I totally agree with you. Another headline news, Fox News. Never before in the history of our country has any president completely and blatantly disregarded the laws of the United States more than Joe Biden is currently doing. Again, Representative Chip Roy. Matt? So, Americans need to understand that the, the chief executive, the president, not, not only at the, at the federal level, but also at the state level, was never supposed to have the power to issue an edict or a decree. That was the, the sole province of the legislature. He was never supposed to issue, be able to issue a mandate that would apply to everybody and everybody's business. That was never supposed to happen. It was supposed to be checks and balances using the Congress to do that. Now, they have hid this now for two years under an emergency. But there's something that's very key in the law here that, that a lot of people have missed. The burden is actually on the government to show there is an actual emergency. And by their own numbers right now, 99.5% of people under the age of 70 will survive this. Now, some people say, oh, no, it's 99.3. Oh, okay, but it definitely proves there is no actual emergency in this country, and the burden of proving there is an emergency is on the government. It is never on the people. So if they cannot prove there's an actual emergency, they don't have any power at all to do any of the things that they're doing, let alone do it or try to do it into perpetuity. That goes against 250 years of American jurisprudence. And it's, it's so interesting to me that this issue does not seem to be litigated clearly in the courts enough to say, wait, the government has the burden to prove this emergency. They've not done it. Therefore, every single thing that they have done is illegal, it is unconstitutional, and we haven't even gotten to the clear provisions on this, like Article 26, the only irrevocable part of the Washington State Constitution, that says there is perfect toleration of religious sentiment in Washington State, and that no person can be molested in their person or property on account of their mode of worship. And one of the modes of worship that has been recognized by the Supreme Court time and again over the years is what you put in your body. So it's very clear this is unconstitutional just on its face. But we need to challenge this and challenge it smartly and not be distracted by some of these other red herrings that are out there. You know, I can't believe that people are going along with this in Washington state where you and I live. You know, the blue states are, are under tyranny. Our state, obviously, uh, the governor, Jay Inslee, uh, just a puppet of the Obama administration. But uh, here we have a sheriff in our county, Adam Fortney, Snohomish County, that has told him, hey, I'm not going to back your your policies. I'm not going to arrest people. They don't have to wear face masks. And yet, Matt, the churches are following 
right down the line and whatever he wants. This this has to come from the pulpit. And it's very clear that this doctrine, I'm, I'm going to use the word heresy, this heresy in the church of unlimited submission to the government based on Romans 13 is exactly that, a heresy. It is used and has been used for a hundred years to try to mollify the church, silence the church. Enough is enough. We need to, as Christians, stand up and say, this is morally wrong to try to defile the temple of the Holy Spirit. It is morally wrong to try to seize power through an emergency. It is morally wrong to try to steal people's businesses through fines and shut them down. It is morally wrong to cover up what essentially, in some cases, has been borderline murder by people getting this vaccine who did not know the, the, the risks of the side effects, or were some of the treatment or lack of treatment that's been happening in the hospital by the denial of ivermectin. So, so there are so many points along this that are morally deficient, that fall short of God's word, is the duty of Christians. It's not just something that we can do if we, if we happen to get the opportunity. No, it is a duty of Christians to stand up right now, say enough is enough, we're not going to comply, and this goes back to what you started with. That's why the sheriff is so important, as well as county prosecutors, because they can stand up, they have the power to stand up against the federal government or even the state government and say, no, we're not going to go along with this. You can't come into this county and try to enforce it. That is a, the, one of the last safety nets in our federal system. The last safety net in the federal system is a well-armed people. Well, I totally agree, and this is what this is what really bothers me so much, is that the churches are just going along with this. I know I've gone on radio and television exhorting for, for massive disobedience on these unconstitutional policies, and yet most people are following them. And if the church would rise up, we could stop this. I mean, I was so sad. They, they canceled the 4th of July parade, but then they blocked off entire blocks for the Halloween party, which is Satan's uh, holiday for witches and Satanism and uh, people wearing masks and, and demonic outfits. And uh, if you really understood the background of Halloween, you tolerate Halloween thousands and thousands of people, but you cancel the 4th of July. We, we, we have to understand the spiritual side of this. Like you're saying, I completely agree with you. There is a very clear attack at the heart of America, which is our king, our true king, Jesus Christ. And if people don't see this, if they don't see it in the pulpit, are they really pastors? Are they really shepherds? Because wolves are at the door. We can't wish the wolves away. We have to go out like David did in the spirit of David and kill the wolves and get them away from the flock. I want to read a quote from Congressman Thomas Massey, one of the best uh, U.S. congressmen in uh, office right now. Fantastic human being. I've met him and his wife. They're just great people. Here's his quote. Anyone who believes a U.S. president can unilaterally impose a medical treatment on all Americans as a condition of employment is constitutionally illiterate and morally bankrupt. I could not have said it better. 
Well, that's exactly true. That's exactly right. And yeah, that's what they're doing. People are being fired, terminated from their places of employment in these re, uh, in these blue states. I had a young man. Now he he comes to my staff service. Uh, he's he's a son of uh, uh, one of my people that have worked for me for over twenty three years. And yet he works for QFC, and if he doesn't take a vaccination by January the 1st, they're going to terminate him. Matt? So the question then is, what does he do? Exactly. Well, you put in a, you put in a religious exemption. Absolutely, 100%, you do that. You appeal as much as you can through, through the existing system. But right now, it's not going to be enough to get lawyers and sue. It's just not going to be enough. The courts have started to side with these vaccine mandates, so-called uh, conservative justices like uh, uh, Barrett, who was supposed to be this wonderful pinnacle, and I warned at the time, and I know Chris Ann Hall did, against these folks that, that there was something there that may not be conservative. Look, it's not going to be enough to do courts. We have to all stand up. Those businesses that do this should face a consequence. They should have all of their business taken away because people just say, I'm going to stop going there. I'm not going to put my money there. I'm not going to put my money in this area. Or if government is doing it, that, okay, I lose my job in the government. I'm going to start a business to help people who just got fired find jobs or help people be employed because I'm going to start manufacturing something or I'm going to find another way to be an entrepreneur. That is the way of the American spirit, and that is the way around this, is to create essentially a parallel economy and drive out the bad businesses who are in bed with the government, drive out and starve eventually this great leviathan of government so the bureaucrats can't continue to do this. Look, we have a choice in this as the people. We are the government of the United States of America. And if we decide, if we wake up one day and decide to strip the, fu the funding, excuse me, the funding of every single agency in the state of Washington through an initiative process or through, through a, a process uh, at the local level of initiative or through voting in the right people, then we can starve this Leviathan that is coming against us and we can reclaim our liberty. But we, we can't play Mr. Nice Guy anymore. We have to actually govern as we the people. And sometimes that means we need to defund things, shut things down, create alternatives, shut down bad businesses by boycotting them and not going to them, and calling out and exposing evil for what it is. Well, I totally agree. I know Eric and Hawaii, uh, Hawaii... I didn't think a state could be worse than Washington State, but Hawaii is. Uh, you, have yeah. you have seen, Eric, the church do nothing in Hawaii but talk, and even not much talking. They just seem to eat on the beach. Uh, Eric, why don't you comment? Yes, thank you, um, Pastor Matt. Uh, definitely, uh, the church is not prepared, has not been prepared. This uh, evil agenda, I try to go for the head of the snake uh, and find out what's really motivating people. What's the agenda? And uh, we're seeing the agenda. Hopefully we can wake people up. Uh, we see uh, great resistance around the world. We see great resistance uh, here in America. And we want more. And as you spoke about, too, Pastor uh, Matt, that we need strategies. Uh, Dr. Hans is launching Eagles 
saving nations. Now we need to develop strategies, uh, lay them out clearly, um, expressly for people to understand what they can do. First of all, in your families, men must rise up. In Hawaii, we developed uh, not only the Sons of Issachar movement, but also Operation Gideon. And so uh, there was not many men, but we do have some very strong men. We thought we would get um, at least 300. But again, we found out that uh, men are not very interested and uh, knowledgeable of what's going on to their detriment. Their families are being vaccinated. They want to vaccinate the children 5 through 11. And they're in lockstep with the one world government. So, again, I saw this morning in Detroit, where I'm from, uh, the 300 theme where men are now going out and being men, strong men, showing presence also in Louisiana. So we need a grassroots uh, strategic plan by apostolic leaders, yourself, who understand uh, military operations, understand who the enemy really is. And we also are asking for God the Father to intervene. We're asking for divine intervention as we do what we can in the physical realm uh, and also with prayer and fasting. And uh, But again, engaging the enemy, Matt. So, Matt, uh, I just want to read you the the vision, the vision. I know that uh, you already have have bought into it. You want to be intimately involved, and I need you. And so uh, I look forward to when we can get together. You can come here. We can spend some time because uh, the vision to wake up Christians to the reality of the situation that is taking place in the United States of America today to expose the forces that are trying to replace the Republic of America under the morality of God defining the Bible into tyranny, thus communism, to educate Christians in every nation to the goals and operations of the forces aligned and associated with the New World Order that are orchestrating one crisis after another, not only in their nation, but throughout the world to move mankind into a world government as described in the book of Revelation. To have leaders, people in every walk of life and every nation joined eagle-saving nations to rise up and be a true ambassador of Jesus Christ, filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to have the power and authority to do spiritual battle to save their nation, to stop the tyranny that is taking place using COVID-19 as an excuse to ignore the Constitution of the United States and Bill of Rights, to stop the tyranny in other nations that is taking away people's liberties and freedoms, being controlled by people with evil motives and goals to conduct conferences in various nations where eagle-saving nations has its members living. These conferences will be focused on training, strategy, exhortation, worship, preaching, and allow the glory of God to manifest in these meetings with people being baptized in the Holy Ghost and others constantly overflowing with the Holy Spirit. We want to... We want them to leave the conference encouraged, refreshed, strengthened with a power and authority to accomplish confronting the evil forces, trying to enslave God's people and their nation. That's just the vision, Matt. I love the vision. It is fantastic. This is exactly what we need to be doing in this this time. We need to put Jesus right back at the center of our hearts so he comes back to the center of not only our country, but all the other countries around the world. And Holy Spirit's got to be front and center as well. We can't shy away from baptism in the Holy Spirit and the movement of God's power through each one of us. Uh, my wife right now, she's headed over to Vic, uh, Victoria, is headed over to Ethiopia. Right now as we speak, she's on a plane to head over there because we firmly believe this in taking God uh, for granted here in America. We, we just think he's going to be there. We have to allow him we have to honor him. We have to adore him. We have to be in his presence as he comes into our meeting at the very, very start 
so that he can flow through us, and we're going to see the world changed. We're going to see the world changed. I, I, I have no doubt in my mind. We're, we are in the middle of the Third Great Awakening, or at the very beginning of the Third Great Awakening, and as this happens, yes, there's going to be great darkness because the devil is raging because God is already on the move. Well, you're exactly right, Matt. And just for information, years ago we planted a church in Ethiopia, just just to let you know that. You and I need to spend more time as we reach the world for Jesus. Now, let me just uh, read you the mission of Eagle Saving Nations. Establish and enforce the United States Constitution based on Judeo-Christian morality and values, thus enabling freedom to prevail. To have millions of people in America and throughout the world from every profession— Clergy, law enforcement, attorneys, educators, healthcare professionals, engineers, contractors, professional sports, athletes, media, food industry, etc., to join our ranks so we can influence every area of life to ensure freedom prevails in America and other nations where our members reside, to put the righteous into positions of power by enabling Christians and nations to understand kingdom values and recognize if a person truly follows the morality and laws of God, which governs and protects a nation and their freedoms. To help restore the church back to the biblical model led by the apostles, to make disciples of all nations through the baptism of the Holy Ghost, to have power to speak with boldness and fulfill the Great Commission, to equip, revive, and train Christians to expand the kingdom of God to help the reformation of society and to disciple the nations to resist the enemy's plans to change the values of the people from God to the antichrist morality of the new world order and the United Nations, which promote alternate lifestyles in all religions other than our relationship with Jesus Christ. To help nations become a sheep nation, which under Jesus and not a goat nation, under the government of antichrist and his evil men, who lead their nations into a one world government, which will persecute believers and bring judgment on their nation as described in the book of Revelation before the return of Jesus at the Battle of Armageddon. Matt? So one thing I want to key on that you said as far as the mission is concerned, we have to understand that this is a globalist conspiracy. It's a satanic conspiracy. There is no question about that. And we need to make the decisions now. What side are we going to be on? Are we going to be choosing Jesus Christ, following the Lord in righteousness, are we going to be following a dark path? There is no more middle ground, and that's what bothered me so much with certain Christians and certain pastors that have said, why why do you talk about the Council on Foreign Relations or globalism? It's not really as bad as you're trying to make out. And I just, I, I will, you know, I really want to just get inside their brain. Do you really believe Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Because if something is trying to compete with that, that's from the devil. Don't you see that? And and so as as you mentioned the mission that really stuck out in my mind, and every single Christian that is listening to this program should take this back to their families and take this back to their pastors, ask this question, which side am I really following the Lord in righteousness, or have I compromised? Is there any area of compromise in my life that I need to confess and I need to get right with Jesus Christ about? Well, that's excellent, Matt, because, again, like you said, there's no more straddling the fence. God is allowing something to rise up so we take sides. Uh, there's no more, again, being lukewarm. You're either going to be hot or cold. You're either going to 
follow again for convenience and lose your freedoms and liberties. And uh, eventually you will take the mark of the beast or you're going to rise up right now and resist this tyranny, resist again evil forces that are trying to control mankind. Matt? Completely agree. Right now is the time to stand up. It's not in the future. We don't need to get more educated on different things. We do need to get educated on the Bible and what God's Word says. We also need to go out and act. I think prayer is absolutely key to this, but prayer needs to turn into action. It can't just be Christians sitting on the fence, sitting on the couch, waiting, holding on just long enough till we get out of here, or eating popcorn to see what the Lord's going to do. God wants to work through each one of us, and that's the way that he transforms the world. Or eating poi in the beach on Hawaii www.worldministries.org that's my website www.worldministries.org email warning at worldministries.org warning at worldministries.org if you want to be a part of Eagle Saving Nations notify us and we'll get the information to you again it's not on our website yet we're just kicking it off but we want you we need you it's time to rise up and stop this tyranny Matt can you be with me next week Yes, let's try to do it again. Let's do it again, same time. God bless you, Matt. God bless, Matt. God bless you, too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.